did 20th episode celebration and then 50 and then and then I guess we're going to do 100. So we did it's not like we did every 10 like 10 30 40 yeah. or 10 20 30 40. And, and and we fell off real fucking quick with the let's do horror through the decades. <laughs> no, no, no. We did 70s, 80s and 90s. Well, not me and you, but we've oh, got, okay, yeah. me and you did 70s, 80s, me and Gabby. The last one that we did was 90s. I can't really do 2000s if we're doing, you know, at 100 because we want to do something different. Yeah. But we'll get there eventually. Okay, refrigerator. <laughs> it's got something it wants to say. Uh, hello and welcome to episode 91 of Frightmares. I'm your host, Austin Proctor, and you've heard him on the mic just now. That's Corey Johnson over there. Hey, <laughs> What's going on, dude? Not a lot. Just, I literally, I've been off of work for an hour. Yeah, you so, got off at four, and then you just hauled ass over here. Yeah. Good times. Just just trapping out the coop today. Trapping out the coop. Uh, we... I, was, I was on deliveries, so. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. That's always got to be <laughs> so. Fun. So literally, I'm trapping out the coop. That's got to be so much nicer than being in the shop all day, just oh. going out. Do you drive the car? Like, uh, and, so. Or do you just sit in the back? I, no, so I was, the, I was the passenger today, so I was the, I was the one that actually, like, does the drop off oh nice um yesterday i was the driver and the day before i was the driver nice. i got fucking lucky i've had three days where i've just been fucking cruising in the car you can put crank the music as loud as you want right you want to stop and get a fucking taco or what the fuck ever you can stop <laughs> it's great that's gotta be nice do they not do you usually not get that many like driving shifts a week um i'll go weeks Really? Yeah. And then they're like, by the way, three back to back. And you're like, tight. Yeah. Um, <laughs> generally, like, I try and get, like, like I'll, I'll, like, rub some elbows with the coordinator and be like, hey, uh, let me uh, let me do that delivery, yo. Let, let me get on delivery shift next yeah, week. Boy. Come on, put me on there. Um, <laughs> because generally, they go based off, like, schedule. So, like, if I'm working 730 in the morning, I have a much higher chance of being on delivery. If I'm working at 1230, I have no chance of being on delivery. No fucking chance. No delivery for I'm you. I'm a closer, so, yeah, no. Um, Righteous. Closing sucks. Uh, yeah, closing is the worst, especially in, like, restaurants and shit. Fuck that. I don't want to clean this grill. You do it yourself for minimum yeah. wage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good grief. Welcome to uh, What We Do for a Living. I'm Austin. <laughs> um, I'm Corey. <laughs> no, we are doing trauma movies this week, and oh boy. These uh, were some movies. <laughs> these are definitely things I saw with my eyes and can never unsee ever, especially the one I picked. Oh, oh man. Um, so he picked one. I picked one. And I just, I, I got a lot, of, a lot of thoughts and feelings on one. The other one. I don't even know where to begin, so we'll get there eventually. I know you wanted to talk about, what was it? Invincible. Not to be confused with the was it Keanu Reeves movie where he goes to the Eagles or whatever. Oh. The football movie where he like. Is <laughs> That's that... not Keanu Reeves. <laughs> is it not? That's, that's fucking Marky Mark Wahlberg. What the fuck am I thinking of? I have no. That Ke the only sports movie that Keanu Reeves has ever been in is Point Break. Is that... Oh, hold on. Is that what it is? And if you're thinking of Point Break... That's the Replacements. The Replacements. That's what I'm thinking of. Sorry. Oh, uh, yeah, no. Okay, sorry. No. Similar, you know, football... Okay, just kidding. Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. Yeah. Uh, not that movie. It's a, uh, a new show something on Amazon. What'd you say it was? Um, It's called Invincible. So it's it's an animated show, actually. Um, Superhero-driven. Very, like... So the art is very reminiscent of like the new school Justice League or um, Young Justice, if you've ever seen any of those. I haven't seen Young Justice. Young Justice is really good. Um, 
I think they even pulled some of the artists from it. Like it's very like late nineties, early to mid two thousands, uh, art style. And it's, it's an adult superhero show. So like they make fun of the guardians of the galaxy, but they're actually the justice league characters all just fucking flopped around. Oh yeah. Okay. I see what you're saying with the animation. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, number one, this fucking voice cast is the most amazing shit I've ever seen. Oh my God. I just, as you said that I said, Oh my God. So you, you've got Steven Yen as the main character. You have JK Simmons as the father. You have Sandra. Oh, as the mother. Um, I don't know. Zazie beats. Oh, Zazie beats. She, uh, fuck. Hold on. Hold on. Uh, You keep talking. She was in something. She's in, I think she was in Deadpool. Two? So, oh yeah, she was a uh, lucky thing, whatever. De- Domino. She was Domino. Domino. She's yeah, also yeah, yeah, a yeah. Joker as uh, like his love interest. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She's okay, been, there yeah. we go. She's fantastic. Um, you've got Kevin My- Michael Richardson, who you know from a lot of other voice acting shit. You just don't know his name. He's one of the villains. Um, you got Walter Goggins as uh the. Nick Fury type character. Oh, that guy. I know his face. You've got Jillian Jacobs as a Supergirl kind of knockoff called Adam Eve. Um, you've got Zachary Quinto as robot. Uh, Jason Manasukits as Rexplode. Fucking. Yeah, Rexplode. That's funny. You've got, <laughs> you've got, uh, Mark Hamill is in this. No um, shit. What does, what, the, what does that man not do? Holy shit. <laughs> Ezra Miller is in it. Like, I know that name. Uh, he, Kevin from, we need to talk about Kevin. Oh yeah. Okay. Also the flash from the CW. Oh, fucking. Yeah. Oh my God. That's the same kid. Yeah. Oh shit. John Hamm is in it. Fucking there. This, this voice cast is yeah, that's, star studded. That is, um. Um, That's so, impressive. so I went into it thinking like, oh, this is going to be like a, like a edgier version of Teen Titans or what the fuck ever. First episode, somebody's head gets crushed. Oh shit. Oh, this first is- episode, somebody's head explodes on a floor and somebody gets a fucking weapon bashed into their skull. So it's not horror in the sense, but it's like, it's just like hyper gory. It's, it's very gory. It's Ooh. very violent. Okay. Um, and God damn it. They know how to end an episode. Okay. There's a there's a Hellboy knockoff character. Like literally every superhero you can think of, they got him. So okay, I'm looking at the episode guide. Do they do they drop like a few at a time or something? No. no. So a new episode drops every Friday on Amazon Prime. That's weird. Okay, because maybe the we're, da- it's, we're going back full cable again. I know. It's I, just well, individual cable channels that we pay for. I'm fine with that because I like watching it once a week. Because then you binge it, then spoilers happen, and then people get mad. So I, I'm okay with the system of waiting a week. Um, okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. Here we go. Yeah, right here. Next episode, April uh, 23rd. All right. I'll have to hop on board this shit. This is like fresh as fuck because the first episode was... Yeah, I think I think we're six episodes in right yeah, now. Six. Me and my roommate Wesley, like Wow. <laughs> so so Wesley works a lot and he works from home. So he's always like running around doing shit. And I put like episode two on and he was just kind of glancing over at it every now and again. I put episode three on and he sat down and he was like, All right, when you when are you gonna put on the next one? I'm like, bro, we're only on episode we're only on episode three. And he goes, How dare this fucking show be this good and only put out one episode a week? Damn, okay. I mean, I'm sold. 
I'm sold, especially with that voice cast, and it's gory, and it's a br- it's like brand new. First episode was March 26th, so this is fresh as hell. Surprised I haven't seen any like advertisements it's, on Amazon. No, no, it's it's very like interesting. Hmm. Because I I still don't think a lot of people know about it yet. No, that's why when you were like, I want to talk about Invincible, I'm like, I only know one thing, and it's the football, football movie. Yeah. And I was like, I mean, if you want to, we can. That's why I was like, I guess. It's like, but like, interesting. The, the music is good. The kit, like, hey, I, it's it's listed as a horror sci-fi thriller. Oh, okay. I mean, there, fantasy drama. There's there's adventure. there's definitely some like body horror stuff that happens. Okay. Um. I will warn you though, if you are a person that likes to keep politics out of media, um, this may have a lot of shit that bugs you. Hmm. Okay, <laughs> hey, I, I like that little kind of uh, you know warning. Yeah, there's there is very much an agenda being pushed, okay. but it's also self aware of the agenda that it's pushing. Okay. So it's like, hey, we're gonna say this. But then we're going to kind of like rip on it like 10 seconds later to make it not seem like this is what we're doing. Interesting. Okay. Well, I'm sold. And they're 40 something minute episodes too. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. Okay. All right. So that's Invincible from also, this year. <laughs> also, the the other thing. Um, if you do decide to watch this show, when you see the first credit title card, don't click away. There's like a whole other six minutes. So after, wait, there's after credit scene? Every episode. Oh, my God. <laughs> God damn. See, I usually don't. I mean, for shows, I usually will just skip it. Movies, though, Marvel's conditioned me to just wait till the end of every movie. But Well, and, and that's kind of the thing is like you, it'll there'll be like a crescendo event and then it'll be directed by and you'll have the like splash sound and then you're like, all right, click off of it. But then it goes just directly into the next scene for like two to six minutes. Oh, my God. And then the credits <laughs> roll again. And you're like, wait, what? <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> All right, cool. I'm going to have to put that on my list. Um, if you have Amazon Prime in the U.S., and I don't know where else it would be streaming, but I don't know, U.K., fucking Canada, I don't know. Or if not, yo-ho-ho. Oh, yo-ho-ho, or get a VPN, whatever you got to do. Wow, that voice cast is pretty ridiculous. That's crazy that they were able to get <laughs> that many people. Holy shit. Like, literally every single person has been in... Seth Rogen. Oh, he, yeah, he's a, he's a producer. What the fuck? He's uh, Alan the Alien. We haven't gotten that far. Oh, okay. That's, well, he's in there. So he's a to-be-determined character. No, John but he's also Hill. he's also an executive producer on it. Oh, wow. Okay. Damn. This just came out of nowhere. What the so fuck? So it was a comic book, but it wasn't a comic book by the same name. So oh, okay. I, I don't know the whole huh. story behind that. I'm So I'm hoping that we're going to get like 15 episodes for season one. And then they're going to do a season two. And I don't think they're going to like keep going with it hmm. whenever. Yeah. Cause you don't, you don't want to just keep going just to keep going and yeah. have the show suck. But after, <laughs> after we get like some resolution as to what the fuck's going on, because this is like a Tarantino movie level of fucking strings in the wind. Jeez. There's like four things happening all based off one major event, but there are like four key players that none of them know anything about. I'm not even going to read the uh, anything about it. I'm just going to go into it blind. Cause yeah, no, it's yeah. fucking great. <laughs> you're, you're, I'm sold. I'm in. Invincible from this year. All right. I like it. And it's a cartoon. I like cartoons. Especially with that voice cast. I can't, I'm sorry. I can't get over that voice cast. It's Bro, really, I kept and, scrolling. And I was like, oh my God, you were, you're in there? Holy shit. Bro, <laughs> and it, J.K. Simmons has never made me more fucking uneasy than playing Omni-Man. Like, wow. 
Omni Man is dope, but he's also like very veiled sinister. Yeah. So like he'll say some shit, and just the way it's drawn, you're like, nobody could deliver that like J.K. Simmons. <laughs> I feel like he's kind of underrated, honestly. I mean, I know a lot of people like him, but I, I feel like he's an underrated. I want actor. pictures of Spider Man. <laughs> Oh man, did you hear about the news for the speaking of Spider Man? The news for uh, Spider Man, the new fucking the multiverse, No Way Home, or whatever the third one is in yeah. the Marvel. Yeah, uh, what's his face that played Doc Ock and Spider Man Two? Uh, what the fuck? Who is that? Alfred Mo- Alfred Molina, I think is his name. I have no idea. He's coming back to play Doc Ock, uh, and then Jamie Fox is coming back to play. Well, Electro or whatever the fuck is. Yeah, so Electro. They're, they're basically opening up the multiverse, but like not. Well, so uh, did you watch WandaVision? Yeah. Okay. So, you know, WandaVision sets up who the main villain of the entire next phase is, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No spoilers, but yes. But do you, do you know who it is? I mean, I'm pretty sure I do. Now I'm second guessing myself. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Hand signs Hand that signs. y'all fucks can't see. <laughs> I'm excited for uh, the next phase and uh, whenever Black Widow comes out as well, because that's been pushed back a couple months for yeah. like an entire year. So, oh, um, we get Mortal Kombat this month. Oh, Woo! I know. Yeah, this week. I'm, it, I'm so fucking this. Out. Yeah, this week. Yeah, because it's Sunday. So, yeah, we get it this week. I am very Did, excited for that. Isn't it? Is it the 28th or is it the 18th? 24th? Oh, 24th. Fuck yeah. Or 23rd, because we're going to see it Saturday in Dolby, because I can't can't not see that. In yeah, I'll, I'll pay for that. The epic form. Uh, also, speaking of movies, too, since we're on the subject, Regal's. Apparently coming back. I I said it was going to happen. <laughs> it's just so weird. I said it. I said they're not. Th- this is a ploy to get people to be like, oh, we'll go back out to the movies. They open back up. Everybody floods in all the money. It's just so weird because they literally didn't say they were temporarily closing. They were like, no, it's over. We're done. And then I saw something the other day. It's like, oh, certain regals are opening back up. How, who are they going to hire? Do you think the people that got fired are still going to what just come right back? Because I doubt it. No, but. So even though this is still dating this episode, it's still COVID times. I know. So people need fucking that, yeah, jobs. That, so they, they won't have a hard time, you know, getting people hired, I bet. So that's a lot and of different. And it's not a whole lot of training. I, it really isn't. I work there. It's, hey, can you sweep shit up in a theater? Cool. You're, you're good to go. Can you use a register and ring people up? Okay, you're good to go. It's not complicated. Can can you make people take out a loan for some popcorn and a drink? Gotcha. That'll be thirty nine hundred dollars, please. Uh, yeah, I used to work at the Regal Warner Park. Good times, and yeah, you really don't need you need like about half a brain to work there. So, um, what was I gonna say? Oh, yep. And also on the topic of theaters, I went and saw In the Earth. I think I mentioned that on the last episode. It was a new Ben Wheatley joint, and I was not impressed, unfortunately. Mm, That's always a bummer. Well, because, okay, so the trailer, and it's weird because Gabby loved it, which, I mean, I'm not saying, like, she's not allowed to. It's just kind of funny how I was like, eh, about it, and she really liked it. Well, that that's kind of a a theme on y'all sometimes. Like, yeah, we're either (laughs) dead on or it's wildly different. Yeah, we're we're usually not ever close, but... Um, so I don't know from the trailer. I thought it was going to be like a Ooga Booga spooky in the forest, like paranormal thing. And it's like, not that at all. It, that's like the undertone of the movie. I thought it was going to be like the main focal point of like witches or something paranormal. It's not. And it also, there's a warning before the movie even starts that says there are scenes in this movie that can trigger epilepsy if you have it. And oh my God, if I didn't have it before, I have it now because there were so many flashing scenes and like they were trying to be artsy and like it kind of worked, but it just got to the point where there was too many jarring sounds, too many jarring, blurring, flashing lights. And I was like this, I had to look away. And if I'm watching a movie that makes me look away, 
the fuck is the point of that? Like, yeah. what's the point of that? So makes you look away because it's like actually affecting you, not because like, oh shit, that guy just got his head fucking cut off. Right. Yeah. It's the so jarring. I had to look away multiple times. But with all the negative things, I will say there are some positives. Like there was some good body horror moments. The acting was phenomenal. It was shot very well. So there's a lot of goods or a lot of good things and a lot of bad things. So I gave it a two and a half right in the middle because. I liked it just as much as I didn't like it. Um, That's fair. The two uh, act, main actors, I think it's Martin. Yeah, Martin and Alma. So Joel Fry and Elora Tor- Torchia, they were fantastic. Oh, that's the guy from yesterday. Oh, no shit. Okay. Um, and he's like, going to be in Cruella as well. So they were fantastic. Like, there was so much good, but then just so much bad. And then it just kind of ended, and I didn't understand what was happening. I don't know. Uh, obviously, go see it for yourself. Have your own opinion. It just it just wasn't for me, unfortunately. Um, that'll probably be something that I go back and rewatch later down the road to see yeah. see if you can't give it a second go. I usually do that. If I don't like a movie, I'll go watch except for except for this one. I'm not gonna watch this again. No, no. I'm happy that I rented it. <laughs> I bought it and I was like, fuck, whatever. That'll be the one weird one I have. It's like, hey, you wanna you wanna kill 68 minutes of your life and never get those moments? No, back? it's definitely 89 minutes. Mine's okay. We're, yeah, <laughs> we'll get into we'll get, that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's what's been going on with uh, movies lately. Uh, and again, I'm very excited. Like you mentioned, I'm very excited to see Mortal Kombat. Uh, we're going to watch. Me and Gabby are going to watch the uh, first. There's two. Is there two Mortal Kombats? Or is it just one from the 90s? Oh, no. So there are two. There's okay. Mortal Kombat. And then there's, I think, Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Um, Let me double check. The here. second one is hot oh, fucking oh. garbage okay so it's here we go so bad so yeah mortal Kombat. oh paul ws anderson i okay so i get paul i get wes anderson paul ws anderson I, there's so many people that have similar names so this was 95 mortal Kombat, and then we have mortal Kombat annihilation 99 97 oh, it's, oh. Got, it's got a 1.5 yeah that is it's <sighs> bad <laughs> okay so the first one has a 2.6 so that's not terrible i know it's kind of so, fun you know. fact about uh, the 90s Mortal Kombat theme song. Do you know who produced it? The theme song for Mortal Kombat? Yeah. Is it like an individual or is it a group? It's a group. Like a rock band or something? No. I don't know. Uh, fucking Daft Punk. No. Uh, Kraftwerk. Oh, my God. It, okay, so it's, so, it's, I, so it's either Kraftwerk <laughs> or Darude. It's one of the two. Okay, I'll look that up because I'm, I'm curious. I can see that, though. I mean, that makes sense. Let me see. Craft work. But yeah, no. So Mortal Kombat 1 is very much like, oh, hey, this is Mortal Kombat. This is what it is. Here you go. Follow Liu Kang. Blah, 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 blah. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, Mortal Com- so Mortal Kombat 2 Annihilation follows a very similar path of how the video games go in that it makes no fucking sense as to why any of this is happening. They just, it's just happening. they just drop you in a spot and they go, Oh, Hey, Raiden lost his powers. Kung Lao is dead. Fucking, um, what's his face? Liu Kang turned into a dragon already. So now he can do that. Oh, look, it's Nightwolf. Oh, look, Jax has his arms back. What's going on? We don't know. <laughs> Cocaine. <laughs> It's like that guy you always send me uh, TikToks. I'd be like, all right, let's make a Quentin Tarantino movie. Oh, those are fucking hilarious. Okay, so there's also this one called Mortal Kombat Legacy from 2011 that was 180 minutes. So that's probably a, um, like, video game thing. Okay. Okay, I'll just I'll just watch the first two. It does, yeah, because I, I don't think I've actually, I don't think I've seen, I don't think, I know I haven't seen Annihilation. 
I don't. I mean, I probably saw Mortal Kombat at some point in the day. All right, so yeah, we got to watch those before we go watch. Um, ooh, this one already has ratings somehow. Interesting. Two it's, point two point nine. This is one of those movies though that, that's gonna be like right, just like Godzilla vs Kong. It's got a yeah. three because like people are gonna love it, like I did, or people are gonna hate it because they're just over it or whatever. So I don't care, man. I think we think we talked about this. It could either suck and still have the gore, or it can be awesome and have the gore. Either way, yeah. it's gonna have the gore. So. I'm excited it, for it. It gets an automatic 1.5. Yeah, just based on the gore, just alone. from the gore. So even if I if I like it, then it'll get like a you know like a four. And like I'm that. even willing to give it a two because of how they're gonna treat Scorpion. Because in the fucking 95 version, he's got his hand opens up, and it's this little dragon thing <laughs> that flies out of his hand on a tentacle. And that's how he grabs you, not a kunai, like in every other depiction of the character. They're like, nah, fuck it, we're doing something weird. Yeah, he does. <laughs> he does like this crazy, like he's in a fucking forest. It's more like an orchard because all the trees are like just fucking rows of trees. Okay. And it's him and Johnny Cage, and he fucking steps out from behind a tree because apparently he can hide behind very thin trees. And he does this crazy ninja hand thing, and he's like, get over here. And his fucking hand opens up, and it chirps and then shoots out. And which one is that in? Is that That's the 95 oh, version. Oh, man, now I'm even more excited to watch this dumpster fire. Oh, and wait until you see Reptile. Oh, boy. You want to talk about 90s CGI? Oh, no. Like bad CGI? Or just like that? Wow, like, that's like, trying. Like very bad CGI. Oh, man. Oh, man. I mean, it makes sense because, you know, I, I do love the Resident Evil movies, but the fucking CG in most of those are so god-awful. It's the same guy who who did uh, Resident Evil's. Oh, he did Event Horizon, too. Wow. Uh, either way, I'm and excited. And Event Horizon was great. Oh, Event Horizon's fantastic. I love that how movie. How do you get one? <laughs> do what? How do you... Uh, I mean, how do you... Okay, so you go from... <laughs> What? What? <laughs> what just happened? So you go from Mortal Kombat yeah. to Event Horizon. Event Horizon was great. Then you get Resident Evil One. That's like kind of kind of good. It's good. People like it for the wrong reasons. Yeah. And then you get all the other Resident Evils. How do you out of all of those? How do you get one good movie? I mean, is what I'm saying. I I liked what was it? Uh, oh, did he not direct the second one? What's whatever whatever the second uh, Resident Evil is? It's like the Apocalypse where they're no, in the, the desert. Apocalypse is like four. Whatever the one where they're in the desert is with the crows. Yeah, that's that's, that's number four. Okay, well there's six. Yeah. Okay, so then I guess he didn't do four because that's that's like that's my favorite one. I love the one where they're in the desert. But no, I I, I totally understand because yeah, Event Horizon is fantastic. Mortal Kombat. I mean, you're trying. Then Resident Evils are just like they're fun, <laughs> but they're not great movies. You know what I realized in uh, Resident Evil Two. What's that? So the homeless guy mm -hmm. that gets the golden guns. Yeah. It's fucking Mike Epps. Is it really? Yeah. <laughs> Just popping up in there for no reason at all. Homeless Cause, man. Because I was like, man, this guy looks familiar as fuck. And I'm like, wait, that's Mike Epps. <laughs> He just kind of pops up randomly in things. It's like, yeah, it's like he really does. It's like Sinbad in the '90s, just popping into these random movies. You're like, what? The fuck, what are you doing here, Sinbad? That's his genie powers. It's Kazam, <laughs> bro. <laughs> he wasn't Kazam. That was Sha Sha Shaquille O'Neal. Was Kazam? That was Shazam. Wait, what? No, Kazam from. Oh, like... I, okay. I mixed up the Mandala effect. I'm, oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that's what I was trying to get at. I know. Everyone remember. Oh man, a one point six for Kazam. Really? Oh come on. It's really not that bad, is it? <laughs> I need to rewatch. Yes, it is. All right, let's get on to these fucking 
well, I don't even know how to explain <laughs> them. Uh, all right, so we so got two the, drama movies these, here. These would be their category in the genre is Splatterfest. Is it really? Yeah. Oh shit. They're classified as like Splatterfest movies. Okay. Um, I I don't think Rabid Grannies deserves uh that necessary moniker. Um, it's definitely gross and it's definitely body horror. Yeah. Um, nowhere <laughs> near as goopy as our second movie. Yeah, and these the, the two movies we picked are wildly different. Yeah, like very fucking wildly different. So so, first movie I picked. Um, I picked it off the name alone, Facts, and yeah. <laughs> then picked it based off the minor synopsis. Um, it's called Rabid Grannies. The original title is uh, I'm gonna butcher this, but bear with me. It's uh, Le Meme Cannibales. Cannibales. Um, cannibales. It's Italian now. Um, <laughs> Got to use the hands too, like this. <laughs> um, it it was a French movie dubbed for English. Uh, rated R. Runtime is to be determined <laughs> because Austin got 108 minutes. I got 129 minutes. What? 129? I, I mean, <laughs> wait a second. Hold up. I got an hour and nine minutes on my Blu-ray. And I got an hour and 29 minutes is what I meant to say. So I bought the Blu-ray because fuck it, whatever. And it comes with a DVD and a Blu-ray. And on the Blu-ray, there's an hour and eight minute version. And then there's the producer's cut. Which is like a minute and a half more. I was like, let's watch the producer's cut. There's more goop. And I was like, was yours an hour and nine minutes? Because it says in Letterboxd that it's, that it's an hour and a half. He's like, mine was an hour and a half. So I'm not, I couldn't find any info on WT fuck is going on. <laughs> um, I guess. WT fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, I, I don't know. I'll just have to I'll have to get a Lloyd Kaufman and be like, explain this. Which actually, funny enough, I got I got um, connected through him through a buddy. I'm gonna send him an email and see if I can get him on the show to do an episode because now now I really have to 100 <laughs> percent get him on the show because I need answers to these questions. Um, so yeah, don't really know what's going on. I don't know why my version had 20 minutes cut out, even yeah. though it was the producer's cut. Whatever. So continue on, sir. Um. Classified as comedy horror, that's pretty fucking accurate. Um, <laughs> released in September of 1989, uh, directed by Emmanuel Kirvin. Um, this is the only thing he's ever done. Uh, starring a bunch of fucking people who have only done this, so their names don't matter. <laughs> it's really dumb. Um, budget of $150,000, and it shows. Um... <laughs> We don't know how much it grossed. Probably not that much. Well, uh, most, uh, most, if not all, traumas pretty much just go straight to DVD, Blu-ray. They're yeah, not, they don't really. I mean, there's you wouldn't put these movies in theaters. They're they they wouldn't pass the censor. I mean, this one was R, but the other one is not rated. They would not pass the censor board. There's no. way too much shit going on. In yeah, that movie. yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah. um, a few movies that came out around the same time as to why nobody fucking heard about this. <laughs> Um, Parenthood, Sleepaway Camp 3, The Abyss, which is fucking amazing, Nightmare on, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, The Dream Child, not one of the best, but it's still good, um, Uncle Buck, fuck yes, rest in peace, John Candy, um, Halloween 5, Revenge of Michael Myers, and Look Who's Talking. It's a good fucking couple of months right there for movies, Oh, man. hell yes. <laughs> like, damn. Um, the body count is 10 ish yeah because again i don't know 
I, I rely on you to count the bodies on this because I notice other shit. But since we had two, a full 20 minute difference, I don't know. <laughs> My version had 10. And, it, and again, sometimes it's hard to count because like the camera pans over a body that's already dead. And I'm like, okay, do I count that? Cause it wasn't on screen. So I counted 10. There could be more. And there's probably more in your version. And, well, and if we're going like straight up on screen kills, it like that show like the violence. Yeah. It's a little less. I'd probably say like, about six. I, w- I would yeah. say seven. Yeah. Six or seven. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. Did you have a specific horror moment? Cause I, 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 um, I did. I, I did. Hang on. Hold on. I'll say mine I, real quick. Mine I, was I the first notes. kill. Um, mine was literally the first kill once the r- grannies become rabid or whatever you want to call them. Um, and she reached across the table with her long go-go gadget arms and yeeted that girl across the table and then just like ripped her head off. I was like, that was tight. It's like, that's cool. So I like that. My favorite. What, <laughs> and it wasn't even necessarily a horror moment. It was more of a horror trope moment. When the fucking old lady shows up at the gate and she's blind and she's just yelling at the servant. <laughs> I do not like to talk behind bars. <laughs> and, and you're like, I see what you're doing with this. Yeah. Like it's the beauty of the beast, fucking old crazy witch lady. And it was, it was hilarious. Okay. <laughs> um, real quick. Do you want to do your favorite quote from the movie? I, I, Honestly, dude, I didn't. I fucking was not paying attention to any dialogue in that. I, I wasn't. I, I, I was trying to pay attention to what was happening, but then they, they cut around to like the first few minutes are just cutting to all these different people. And I was like, oh, what's happening? Yeah, it's it's a <sighs> lot to follow for not a lot of. Benefit. Yeah. So, I, so my favorite quote from the movie is holy water only works in the movie. You little horse's ass. <laughs> Because they're in the chapel and one of the grannies breaks through the door and the little kid starts throwing holy water yeah. on her and she's she just starts laughing. <laughs> um, I don't. I, my favorite person, you a background character because I know you wanted to do that too, right? Yeah, all of these were technically main characters. Yeah, so, so I, I just I just like the old lady that came out of nowhere, the lady that you just talked about. You're, oh yeah, yeah, that was mine. I was like, I like her. She came out of nowhere for no reason. I mean, for some sort of reason, but. Um, so she was my favorite background character. Uh, we're going to start do, I think I'm going to start adding that to the list. Cause I like favorite quote of the movie. Cause I got a great one for the next one. I have two. Oh, okay. Go. Oh, two quotes. Yeah. From, for the next movie. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I think I have two as well. Oh no, I have two favorite background characters, uh, for the next one. So yeah, I think we're going to, I made up a name for my favorite background character. Cause I didn't look up what his actual name is. That's fine. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we're going to add that to the list. Cause I like, I like favorite background character and favorite quote. Cause there's some, there's some good fucking quotes. So, uh, all right, let's get on to this, uh, friggin' synopsis plot thing. <laughs> all right. So rabid grannies. Um, so it's a movie about two, elderly sisters who are having their birthday because i think they're twins let's let's just say yeah yeah yeah, they're 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 (laughs) fraternal twins um and they are having their birthday and all of their nieces and nephews are coming into town because the ants are super rich and they all the other people want to be written into their will um, and kind of force everybody else out because they all have their own ulterior motives. Um, it's it's a very classic setup of let's get everybody into the house because of death. 
Um, these ladies have not died yet, so <laughs> I don't know what. Cause like, oh yeah, we'll write you into the will today, but if I can take you out tomorrow, we're old late, we're old yeah. senile ladies. I didn't understand um, that at all. So, so your cast of characters includes mega fatso factory owner, um, stripper wife of mega fatso. <laughs> um, then you have arms dealer who has converted to Islam. Um, you have rich guy in a bow tie. Who's really annoying. Um, you have his wife. Uh, you have some guy that drives a sports car. You have a newspaper lady with very young, impressionable lesbian lover. Oh yeah. Um, you have Father Percival. He's the only name I could remember because he's the priest. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, who is also their brother. Um, there's a lot of fucking characters. There's and too they, many. <laughs> and there is two single pee-pee sprinkles of fucking, like, development that happened. There's nothing. No, there's nothing. This... Uh, <sighs> <laughs> <You're> so frustrated. <laughs> because, like... Everything that is set up is like, this is going to be amazing. Like the, it's all there to just be a good product. Yeah. And nothing happens. Like even when the ants turn into demons, which there's nothing about them being rabid. It should be demon grannies. Yeah. It's, well, ants. Cause they're not even, they're not even grandmas. They're, they're, they're the ants. Well, I mean, I, they're, they're grannies and like, Oh, Hey, what's up? Granny. Yeah. Like they're, they're old. old. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, there, there's nothing rabid about them. No, so that doesn't make sense. Um, I would like to like explain what happens, but they all sit down for dinner and the old crazy witch lady hands, servant girl a box and then they open the box and nothing comes out of the box like i thought i saw some smoke or something oh maybe mildly kind of yeah maybe maybe um and then all of a sudden the grannies like go catatonic for a little bit and the scene changes and everybody's drinking wine and having a good time and then it a really bad version of American werewolf happens. And these (laughs) women turn into gargoyle Klingons gargoyle. Okay. I mean, that's the, that's the best way I can fucking describe them. Uh, one of the grannies cuts a cake with her fucking tree bark nail. Cause it makes a swing, swing noise, but it is poo poo brown. (laughs) Um, oh. everything on these women is made to look gangrenous and saggy and leathery and gross. Um, the practical effects are fantastic. Yeah. I will give them that. The costumes are fantastic. I will give them that. My favorite part of this movie is that one of the grannies just ends up in a suit of knight's armor for the rest of the movie. For no reason besides she's getting attacked by one of them. It's like, you know what I need? Full fucking night armor. Well, no, fucking. Uh, She's getting shot at. I thought, right? Yeah, by yeah. the by the by the gun dealer. Yeah, yeah. Because he just carries a fucking M13 and a shotgun yeah. in his trunk. <laughs> Giant gun. He just fucking picks up. I'm like, oh, okay. Um. All right, so then. so the movie is really just this whole family panicking in a house, not even at a disco, just in a house, and the the two grannies 
uh, chasing him around and doing a bunch of kooky bullshit. Um, they do at least give one of the powers of the demons that they can imitate other people's voices. That's the only really sinister thing aside from they're gross and have sharp claws. I, they don't have super strength. They have fucking stretch Armstrong extendo arms, but that only happens once. It's never utilized through the rest of the movie. Yeah, it's just used at the beginning, right? Yeah. Yeah, when she gets the girl on the table and drags her across and then bites but, her head off. Like, why are you chasing motherfuckers through a house when you can just Mr. Fantastic yeah. them back to you? noodle arms and yeah. grab them. Uh, it's, I, it's a movie. Yeah, it, it's it's just such a simple plot because A, there is no plot, and B, it's just get them to the house, grannies or demons, chase them to the house, kill them all. Also, also, nobody succeeds in getting the inheritance. Yeah, and then the movie... Ends. Yeah, because, I mean, at this point, I'm going to spoil it because whatever um but yeah at the end at the end of the movie somehow they get back to normal and they're it's just doesn't she say like help me or, or something like that and then it just cuts back to the the house from the beginning credits roll i was like yeah well so in my version okay yeah you're she, uh, <laughs> in in my version um you see i can't remember oh no so the uh there's there's one girl named bethany and she's a fucking loser. She rides a bike everywhere. Apparently, she's a virgin. She's super obnoxious. <laughs> um, she crushes the demon box with a cross, which I'm pretty sure in an exorcism, Jesus doesn't like. <laughs> Don't fucking smash the demon with the cross. You got to use the cross to, to compel the demon, <laughs> not to put the demon under duress. I'm just saying... Some demon rights issues going on. Demon rights activists over here. I'm just saying. Uh, yeah, it, uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So where I was going with that. Oh, yes. Um, the uh, the granny changes back to normal. The other one's dead because she got fucking shotgunned. Yeah. Um, And then the movie cuts to the granny being hauled away in an ambulance. And uh, the... Younger lesbian that was in love with the fucking um, reporter lady. Yeah. Uh, so the younger girl and then the little boy, they survive out of everybody. And then it fades to black. Yeah, mine did not end that way. Yeah, that's how I did not see. I mean, uh, God, I don't remember seeing an ambulance. I don't remember seeing any of that. Yeah. Shit. So, okay. So the whole missing 28 minutes is just more horse shit, apparently, because it's all filler. No killer. No, no killer. <laughs> Yeah, I uh, I wanted to like this. Um, it really it's it's just weird how it starts too. It just shows a picture of a house or like you know the outside of a house, and then it cuts to the inside where these two people are just arguing immediately. And I was like, I don't even know what you're mad about. Like, what do you <laughs> what are you mad about already? The fucking movie just started. They're like plucking feathers off a duck. Oh yeah, that, it's, the, it's the fucking help. Those yeah. are the, yeah, it's the people that yeah that that are like because it's like a castle or some shit, some big fucking it's a manor a manor. Yeah, so I just I was like, okay, this is a very odd start, and then they all get to dinner. And the framing of this movie is really not great because there's a scene where there's a guy and a kid sitting next to each other. They've got the guy perfectly in frame. The fucking half the kid's head is just cut off. And I was like, the framing and, and this, the picture quality was ass. Yeah. The sound quality was ass. Everything was dubbed. Everything was dubbed, which um, sucks. So also, I don't know if they dubbed it and had the original cast come back because, by the way, the original cast is all French. Um, but whoever was doing these British accents... Uh, Keanu Reeves does it better than you, and that's saying something. 
they it's funny you say that because they uh yeah when we get to the trivia you'll see there's some fun stuff but i actually saw another piece of trivia that said only like three people three or four people uh dubbed their own voices but then everyone else was done by someone else well and it's funny because you can tell who who does because like you'll hear all this like hoity-toity british and then a character will be like Oh yes, ho, ho. <laughs> and you're like, ah, found you, Frenchie, found you, son of a bitch. Yeah, so um, I don't know, man. I gave credit for where credits due, and that's because it did have fun, fun practical effects that were pretty good. I mean, because this was you know 1988, and it was and and it was low budget. Okay, so yeah. we're talking very low budget from the 80s, and they did a good job with what they had. But that's pretty much for me. Where the good marks end, yeah. um, I gave it a whopping two. I I, um, I also gave it a two. Okay, yeah, because yeah. it, it was definitely bad. But I was fine with my version because it was only... So, like, okay, I guess I gave it marks two for it. Only be, my version only being an hour and nine minutes because I was like, 69 minutes? That's not fucking shit. I, that's no problem. I did like... I'm And I'm just remembering this. I did like that if they paid homage to Friday the 13th, this is even more better, but there's a scene where one of the characters gets killed by fucking lawn chairing, like fucking just snapping him backwards. And I was, oh, yeah, I yeah. was like, that's a Jason move, motherfucker. That, I, okay. You know, that's, uh, that's, that, that, that's a part three motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> I, so when I saw that, I was like, Oh shit, that was a pretty fun kill. I didn't even, I didn't even think about the, that happening in Friday the 13th. Cause it does. Yeah. So if they were paying homage, Props to you because that was actually a really a really good kill. So, two from me, two from uh, Corey. It's got a whopping two point six on the letterbox and a four point nine out of ten on IMDb. So, which is surprising on IMDb. Yeah, I mean those motherfuckers are harsh. They're harsh, but only sixteen hundred people have rated it. Because I mean, dude, this movie hasn't been seen. Let's see. Let's go to letterbox and uh, five hundred. I was gonna say the the top. So it's got. Yeah, see, so it's got the three stars are what it's got the highest rated, and that's only 188 people. So under a thousand people have yeah. rated, rated this movie on Letterboxd and 1600 rated it on um, IMDb. And that's why we're doing these, you know, deeper cut movies. So, yeah, sometimes they're good. Sometimes you get ones like this where you're like, yeah, so sometimes they're dookie. Um, I will recommend if you are going to watch this, do find the 68 or 69 minute version and watch the producer's cut. I would not watch the hour and a half. Because this was this was a stretch for me <laughs> at almost you know, just about 70 minutes. I was like, all right, thank God it's over. Because I was like, if there was five more minutes, uh, I'd be done. I'd be done with this shit. Um, all right, so well, let's get on to this trivia real quick. Then we'll go to the next one. Um, this, uh, the French-speaking cast actually struggled with the English dialogue. And some of the actors simply remembered their lines phonetically, which is really weird. Like, I'm copying your speech by sound, not by understanding. Yeah. Um, the footage was then overdubbed by actual English speakers. I call horseshit. Um, <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Who had to follow the odd speech rhythms of the actors. Maybe that's why it sounded off. Cause they had to like mimic yeah. what the mouth was doing and not what the lines were. Right. So, um, we already talked about this, how it should have been called like demonic. Yeah. Yeah. Ant, yeah. yeah. Demonic ants. Uh, the creator of the special effects was 18 when the film was made. Uh, we're doing life wrong. <laughs> Most of the crew members were film students who had just finished their studies. Well, you failed. Say, um, that's why there's not any more. They don't have any more credits because they did this and they were like, I'm done with this shit. <laughs> it's over. 
And the uh, the castle chapel wasn't actually part of the castle. It was shot inside of a real church, and they managed to convince the owners of the church without telling them uh, what was going on. Hey, Antoine Lay, there's your. You can't tell them what the movie's about <laughs> if you want to shoot in the hotel, bro. <laughs> so that I, is... I, wa- I watched that movie again recently. Oh yeah, because it's actually streaming now. So on I wa- Amazon. So the other day I watched Followed. And then I followed that with Hell House LLC. And I'm like, you know what? This is a really fucking good day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this, this is just a mag- magnificent day because those are two fantastic uh, found footage movies. If you haven't seen them, do, do yourself a favor. They're both on Amazon Prime. Pause this episode. Go watch those. <laughs> come back. Then watch the movies from this episode. There we go. I like that idea. All right. So let's we're going to We're going to sink nine hours of your day. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you're off today. Uh, so the next movie I, I picked, uh, it's called Return to Newcomb High. This is a follow-up to, so the original movie is called Class of Newcomb High. I believe they did three of them. So this is a follow-up to that. Uh, it's not rated, came out, or sorry, not rated, runtime of an hour and 25 minutes. Re- Which, up until like the last 30 minutes. 30 minutes, really? So, no, for me, up oh. until the last 30 minutes, like it was just cruising oh, like yeah. just skating through that last 30 minutes i was like uh. for me it was really like the last like like 15 20 um because yeah it gets to a point where i was like all right um so this was released in november of 2013 like like rabid grannies there wasn't an actual date it just says the month so that's what i'm going with now this is where it gets weird because the original class of newcomb high has horror as a genre. This is listed as an action comedy drama, which is odd because there's a lot of goop and gore and blood. And like I said, the original one is listed and as horror. And body horror too. Yeah. Like, But it it does have horror listed on Letterboxd. So I was like, whatever. I mean, so I don't know why this is listed as an action comedy drama. I mean, it is definitely leans more into the comedy because it's a trauma film. And I also don't know where the drama is coming from. No idea. From. So th- I, don't, I don't really agree with that this genre. Is th- this is drama that nine-year-olds deal with yeah so i'm not, i thought that was kind of odd uh this one was actually directed by the man himself lloyd kaufman he is the owner of trauma and he's directed like plenty of films he also has like 347 credits in acting man fucking works uh again starring people who don't fucking really like there's been some that were in other trauma movies but no one in this movie just like rabbit grannies has done anything yeah, you, remarkable. You're, you're not even gonna see these fucks on like Law and Order SVU as <laughs> as dead body number two. Like <laughs> that is how little they they the work is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I didn't really didn't really put any people down. Uh, no no info on the budget, but I did get a gross of five thousand dollars. They probably <laughs> did like a limited release. Uh, over like a weekend where bro, don't even put that like why. That, we made five thousand because that well, mo- that's, that, that's just theatrically like that, yeah. that's just for the runtime in the, in the theater. But, but still, that's what I'm saying. Like with because with all the fucking effects, they had to spend so much money. Oh, well, I'm sure they did. And they probably I mean, they, they obviously make money somehow because they've made hundreds of movies. Like Troma, it's, it's us. It, Tro- it's yeah. people like us. Troma's made so much movie or so many. Yeah, so many movies. Um, all right. So movies that came out around the sound t- same time. There's a lot because it was 2013. So we got grabbed. 2011 to 13 was a great fucking like doorway for movies. Yeah, listen to this shit. We got Gravity. Awesome. Curse of Chucky. Eh. Uh, Machete Kills. Eh. Uh, <laughs> Carrie. Yeah. Uh, Jackass Presents Bad Grandpa. Eh. Ender's Game. Thor eh. the Dark World. Frozen. Okay. Boo. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm, I'm, I'm going to do, do this for all of them. Oh, good grief. <laughs> There's like 12 more. <laughs> 
Frozen, American Hustle, Amazing, The Hobbit, Desolation of Smaug, we- weaker one. <laughs> Anchorman Two: The Legend Continues, hot garbage. Secret Life of uh, Walter Mitty and The Wolf of Wall Street. Boom. Both good. Boom. That's a lot of fucking crazy shit. And uh, body count in this that I counted again. I'm never accurate, but I just put it in there. I counted 13 people, probably more, maybe less. Or no, definitely more. And uh, specific horror moments for me is when that guy, the first guy, the first case of the uh, green goop, because he just like starts oozing green goop and then just fucking gets lit on fire for no fucking reason and then turns into this goopy pile of mush outside. I was like, okay. Don't know why you exploded and then got lit on fire, but because that happened to no one else. Yeah. <laughs> no one else that that happened to. So uh, that's my favorite specific horror moment. Did you have one? It was the same one, actually, <laughs> with the nerd. Be- and I love the card that they throw up before it. The, uh, the Geneva Convention says he's moments away from finding a cure for all cancers. And then you pff, yeah. burst into flame. <laughs> what the fuck? And I'm like, God damn it. Yes. <laughs> Uh, okay, so, okay, then we gotta get to favorite, or no, uh, favorite background character. I had, I had two, what was my favorite background character? So, I had the fat dude who kept lifting his shirt up to everyone for no fucking reason. And, and if you noticed, his whole ass was out of his pants. Yeah, not just like the crack, whole, whole ass. And then uh, Eugene, because he was overacting so much, and it was such a pleasure to watch. (laughs) It was just so wild. It was funny because I was watching that, and Wesley was like, Man, that's some good cocaine. And I go, right. no, and I go, no, no, that's just his character. And he goes, Man, that's some good cocaine that actor is on. <laughs> yeah. Um My so- my favorite background character was Ultra Jew. Ultra Jew? I, I don't know. He was one of the Glee Club members, but he fucking carries around the menorah and he has the prayer oh, shawl. Yeah, yeah, I called yeah. him Ultra Jew because I was like when they come out to go sing, he walks up and he sets the menorah down so daintily and starts dancing around. And I'm like, that's fucking hilarious. <laughs> uh, favorite qu- uh, line. What was yours? I have two. Okay. First one is like one of the first quotable lines in the movie. And it's where uh, new girl and uh, the mother are talking and the mother goes, what's that? And there's a shadow of, of a four on the wall. And the new girl goes, Oh, that's just four shadowing. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I, I like that. And then the other one is punch her in the uterus. <laughs> it was hard to pick one. Uh, mine's actually kind of a it's, a, it's a long quote. So after the gang has mutated into the Cretans or Cretans or whatever yeah. they're called. Okay. So stick with me here. So there's a guy in a wheelchair because it's the Glee Club and they're obviously playing off of the show Glee because there's a guy in a wheelchair. And he goes, whoa, we mutated. And my wheelchair has illogically mutated too. And I think I can feel my legs. Nope. Never Still mind. A Damn it. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> he says, nope, never mind. Still a cripple. And I, I if I was drinking something, it would have been I, everywhere. I caught, I caught, oh I, I, I definitely coughed on some potato chips. <laughs> I laughed out loud at that. I was fucking hysterical. So that's my favorite quote. Uh, let's get into this freaking. My other favorite quote to just scream is duck rape. Oh, yeah. That was that was a lot. There's a lot. Of, like I said, there was a lot of hilarious lines that I had. I wrote, wrote down like five and I was like, so Let me just bring it down to the, one. The thing about these movies that even when they're not very good, they're still very, very enjoyable is because they are so self-aware of what they are doing. Yeah. That it's just like. You feel like you're in on the joke and you're not like watching the joke. And that's what you have to know going into these. They they're they're not bad on accident. They are purposefully bad. 
Like that's the whole point of trauma movies. Like they're they're bad on purpose. Like, like they're, they're not trying to be good. They're no, this isn't the room. Yeah, they, yeah it's not Tommy. Yeah, it's not Tommy Wiseau. You're tearing me apart. Uh, no, these are I intentionally bad. I did not. Oh hi, Mark. Oh hi, Mark. <laughs> uh, so yeah, you have to know that going into these. Um, so without further ado, we cut to this movie, and it starts off with a recap of what happened uh, in the first Newcomb High, and then it kind of skips over two and three. Like they fast forward it, and they. They literally are fast-forwarding on screen like a little bar at the bottom. It's TiVo. Oh, is the, that what it is? The noise is TiVo, Oh, yeah. okay, then yeah. And then I was like, huh, that voice sounds familiar. And it's because it's fucking Stan Lee narrating that. So uh, we also find out he tells us that the nuclear power plant from class, you know, the one in Class Nuka High that's been bulldozed to make way for this thing called Tromorganic tro, tro Foodstuffs, it's going to be put up right in the nuclear power plant. Nothing's going to happen of that, right? Of course not. No. So then we cut to Traumaville High School and we get a sick main theme song, which I believe is in the original. I haven't seen that one in a while. And then a whole bunch of montage of shots. And then first fucking scene of this movie is just a couple going at it in the janitor's closet, like completely buck ass naked, just going at it like, wow. Okay. That's a way to start a movie. And then this pipe bursts and this little creature comes out of it. it does it go up the dude's ass or it pokes him in the ass or something uh, yeah. it was kind of like no it's biting the back of his nutsack okay so it's doing that and he pulls out of this girl this is gonna get real gross just so you know like yeah. just be aware uh it's gonna get real gross so he pulls out of this girl and then his dick just starts shooting blood all over her and then she rips it off on accident on purpose i don't know and then no the creature okay so what's happening is the creature starts crawling into the woman and then crawling back out. That's why she's like, fuck me with your fish dick. Jesus. Um, and then it crawls out and starts eating through the guy's dick and eats the guy's dick like in half. And that's why, cause like he's coming as the dick is coming off. So it's blood come. That's why it's sticky. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I didn't know exactly what was going on. All I know is I saw this thing go up this dude's ass or in her or whatever. Dick starts bleeding. Dick gets ripped off. Dick gets thrown on the ground and then it melts onto the floor and then he just runs away. Like he's gone. He's out of the building. And then she gets covered in all this blood and goop. And then she just starts melting. Because now it's, <laughs> like, it's now it's radioactive cum. Yeah. So she starts melting into the bed and eventually. Radioactive. Jesus Christ. <laughs> she eventually just turns into a pile of bones. And then this is when the janitor comes in singing the theme song, by the way, of, of the movie. And then sees her. goes, meh. Goes back to his fucking comic book, and then we get the title card. It's 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 a porno mag. Actually. A porno mag. It's, oh, it's splooge. It's, splooge. Uh, I want a copy of that Jesus to hang Christ. on my wall. It's fucking hilarious. Oh, wow. So that is just the intro, okay? I I knew I was in for a rough movie when that's the intro, the first six minutes. Um, then we get director cameo Lloyd Kaufman. Uh, he's um, I don't know. He's he's like the CEO of food stuff and getting he's yelling at some guy because there's controversies surrounding their food. And then he gets a call from the president for no fucking reason. I don't who, know why. Who, who is fucking Lemmy Killmeister? You're killing me right now. Damn you. <laughs> Damn you. Yes. Fucking Lemmy from Motorhead, which is, again, what the fuck? Why are you in this movie? We have Stan Lee. We have Lemmy from Motorhead. I, like, how? How? Did, how? Why, how? Stan Lee, like, what, just, yeah, you want to be in my movie? Yes, sure. Okay. Well, money talks number one. I guess. Also, Lemmy was a fucking like d 
degenerate, so he oh. probably he probably loved trauma movies. Oh, so yeah, maybe if he's a huge fan, I just it was just weird. Stanley was weird because you know I just didn't see him being a fan of those those types of movies. I mean, I don't obviously know anything about him besides the comic books, but yeah, Lemmy I could see. So he's playing the president, and I'm still unsure why they were talking. I don't know what was going on there. Uh, oh, some, something about the food um, or. Chrissy with the pollution nerds blog. She yeah. was saying that the groundwater is polluted by nuclear waste. Yeah. So he says, throw a taco Tuesday to shut everybody up and make them love us. Oh, so he's the reason for the taco Tuesday. Jesus Christ. So the president of the United States tells the, you know, Lloyd Coffin to do a taco Tuesday at the school because they're providing the food for it. And, uh, okay. So that's, that's what's going on. All right. Well then, um, so, okay. Because I don't necessarily remember the other movies is, does he do things with milk in all of them? I don't know. I, I, I haven't seen a lot of trauma movies and the ones I've seen, I've seen, there were years ago at this point. So I don't know because that whole milk bit was the entire fucking movie of just <laughs> this guy coming up to Lloyd Coffin, giving him a glass of milk. He thinks it's his phone and then he pours it on his ear and all over his suit. <laughs> like, I don't know what this is, but it, it was one of my favorite bits of the movie because hilarious, because not only that, he's a creepy CEO and it falls in line with my cliche of the creeps drink milk. Oh yeah. That, that weird thing that is, so that it, is definitely it was, a thing. it was vindication and comedy at the same time. Yeah, it was, it was kind of funny. He's, it was very kind of like slapsticky kind of humor. Um, so Right after that, we cut to another couple doing it, but this time we're in a convertible car. They're just tits out in the convertible. It's like, that's not how that works. And this is where we meet Eugene. In public. Yeah, in too. public. In public. Like, not even in a parking lot, in the middle of a fucking street. This is where we meet Eugene, and he's trying to get with this girl who's not fucking impressed at all. She eventually leaves, and then he gets a splooge magazine and starts jerking off in his car. There's a lot of jerking off in this movie. I very much thought with the sound effects that were going on, he was a werewolf. <laughs> I don't know what his deal was. He was. Definitely the most overacty person in this movie, and I'm pretty. I, I hope that was intentional. I really hope that wasn't his effort to actually act. Oh, it would be so good. <laughs> um, do I look buff, baby? Yeah, it's like, do I look buff? He just like rips his shirt off very awkwardly. Yeah, he's a fucking weird guy. Uh, so this is when we are introduced to the new girl. I remember her name. I don't remember her name. I didn't pay attention. Oh, to uh, yeah, the, the new girl, Lauren. Lauren. Lauren, yeah. and. Uh, which everyone, so everyone's going into the, into school, and this is a very odd moment because everyone goes through a metal detector, and then people are just dropping off guns, grenades, all the stuff at the thing. I'm just like <laughs> the security guard is blind. The security guard is blind and waving his like metal thing all, everywhere, all over these people. I was like, this is odd. And then they talk about how it's only been three days since they had a school shooting. I'm like, that's I don't know about that. That's a little too. <laughs> I mean, I it, it, it was 2013. Yeah. So. I don't think Sandy Hook had happened yet. Yeah, and it had been, you know, I mean, 15 years since Colin Miley. I was like, I don't know if we should joke about school shootings. That's a bit much. Um, So There's a a lot of, there's a little bit much in this movie. Oh, yeah, there's a lot lot of that. So we kind of follow her uh, throughout the day, and then we see her go home. And then uh, I'm going to mention this because it comes back up later, and I find it hilarious. She goes home because she's fancy and rich, and she has a pet duck who escapes uh, because the door is just for some reason wide the fuck open. And uh, the next day she freaks out and sets out to find him. Doesn't find him until much later in the movie, but he does come back around. And when he does, duck rape will occur. Yeah, but not in the way that you would think. So it's much more hilarious. It's much more hilarious. So that's why I mentioned the duck, because it does come back around in the end. 
so then we have the principal of the school making an announcement talking about Taco Tuesday and to ignore the blog from Chrissy saying that the food is made out of plastic or made out of whatever, not real food. Um, and then at lunch, everyone starts to dig into the tacos. And then this is where we get that scene where that kid starts freaking out. Green goop starts sp spurting out of his body, which is clearly like two plastic tubes behind his head that are just oozing out um, green goop. And then he gets set on fire and blah, blah, blah. So uh, later that day, the principal comes back on. And is like, oh, so Taco Tuesday was a huge success, although we suffered a terrible loss of uh, what, what was his name? He can't even fucking remember the kid's name. He's like, oh, yeah. So we're going to have the Glee Club come up and sing a song. So the Glee Club comes up. They are obviously hated by everyone because they can't fucking sing worth a damn. And uh, suddenly they all start to freak out and spew green shit everywhere. And then that's when the crowd turns around. They're like, yeah, this is great. Oh, this is so good because... Yeah, I guess that's uh, cool. that's cooler than uh, them singing. No, no, the line was, "Oh my God, the Glee Club has bulimia." Yeah, yeah, the Glee Club is bulimic. Like, oh boy, and then everyone starts cheering and applauding. But then that's when they mutate into the Cretans, and everyone starts rushing out of the school. Jesus Christ! And then they just, you know, um, that's when we get our line, my favorite line, when everyone's mutated and you know the, the little, oh no, I'm still crippled. And then after that, they just kind of go around town murdering the shit out of people. Uh, they murder like four people in a car because they they flip the car and then they just shoot the car and it explodes. All right. They yeet a teacher off the fucking Niagara Falls and they also kill a dog too, which I was not very fond of. Oh, was, but that, that, do a, that dog ragdoll. It was literally oh. just a plush dog that they just threw over the edge and then it hits the bottom. It hits like this rock and blood goes everywhere. I was like, oh, good God. Uh, and then that's when... Uh, oh, and, and now the Glee Club, after they mutated, can sing in perfect fucking harmony like perfection so also, they're going around town singing and killing people like, also, like you do also the woman has a hitler mustache and it's hilarious does she she does she has the big old nose piercing and under it is just a little toothbrush hitler mustache. i did not notice that okay every time a close-up of, of her face happened i was dying because <laughs> she's the she's like one of the only characters in the entire movie that has facial hair you you have fat pizza roll guy, um, fat pizza roll guy, <laughs> and yeah. then the janitor, and that's like the only people that have facial hair. So when the female has it, it's oh, it's so hilarious. I did not notice that. I'll have to go back and uh, look at the cover and see if she's on that. Um, so that's pretty much it. This is when we. This is when the duck comes back into play, and I'm gonna leave it here because I'm not gonna spoil that for you, because <laughs> that whole scene with the duck goes on for way too long, and it's just wildly ridiculous. Um, but we, <laughs> you also do get a, it's so it's like, okay. So there's a lesbian sex scene in this and it's like, it's like two of my favorite things, but they're keeping me from enjoying my two favorite things, <laughs> which is like the girls making out and then gore. And then they combine it with goopy green stuff. And I was like, you're, oh, you're, you're really melting my mind right now. My boner is really confused. What the fuck? Um, and it was it was funny because that scene was on when Wesley came in. He's like, oh, so what are we watching? <laughs> I'm like, bro, I promise you, give it 10 seconds. You will not say that again. <laughs> and then he kept watching and he was like, oh, OK, gross. And he walked away. Yeah, it was it was gross. And obviously I, I didn't have a boner. I'm just being trying to make sick jokes like this movie was because there's a lot of sick shit in this man. Yeah, there's a lot of sick, gross shit. And that's but that's trauma, though. They do a lot of goopy, weird, gross. There's a lot of farting in this. There's a lot of just 
ah, there's a lot of weird shit in this if, movie. If you do not leave this movie offended by something, <laughs> something you did not watch the movie correctly. Yeah, because there, yeah, like, cause I, I was like, my thing was like, okay, I'm kind of offended by the school, the school shooting joke. That's not that great. And there's a couple other things here and there. I was like, eh. I mean, I'm not like, oh, I'm turning this off, but it's kind of like, okay, that's like, yeah, it's just past my limit. Um, but yeah, so uh, uh, this was a movie. And like you said earlier, before we went on air, I think it's pretty much when the giant penis showed up is when I was yeah. like, yep, I'm and, and kind of tuning out of and this. like, like we made fun of Goblin Dick before. Oh we, my god! We we've made fun of Descent into Darkness, uncut crazy penis, but when we say giant dick, yeah, there's there's like. Yeah. Like, it's the size of the thing that you see out in front of Target, the anti-terrorist bars. <laughs> it's that size. It's massive. And it is a weapon. Yeah, she, she fucking starts wailing people in the face with this thing. Um, yeah, I, yeah, that's, that's pretty much when I was like, all right, I'm tapping out. But, so the thing that I was sort of bummed out about is there was... Not as much, like, mutation from the radioactive stuff. Yeah, like, the original like, one has a lot more of that. Basically, everybody turned into Cretans, and that was that. Yeah, the original one has a lot more goopy monsters and radioactive stuff, for, at least to my memory. So, yeah, that was my only well, thing. And, and so does the Toxic Avenger, too. And yeah. that's, that's kind of what is dope about trauma is it's normally like a yeah like, it's very yeah very, it's cronenberg -y. Yeah, it really is. It's very goopy and, and gross and just very... Unpleasant at, at some points. You're just like, like I, I watched uh, Poultry Guys, Night of the Living Chicken. And there's uh, like, there's like a five minute scene where this guy is just shitting his brains out all over the walls. And I'm like, that's my limit with like goopy and gory. I don't want to see diarrhea everywhere. <laughs> I just can't do that. It grosses me out. I'm, I'm okay with gore and blood and guts, but not pooping and shit and everywhere all over the place. Uh, the only time that was funny was in Dumb and Dumber Er. There's shit on the oh, ceiling. There's, there's, there's shit, shit all over my walls. <laughs> that was funny because I'm pretty sure it was chocolate anyways. I don't yeah. think it was actually shit. Um, so yeah, these movies, you have to... Okay, so if you've never seen a trauma movie and you want to go watch one, just know this going in. They're very goopy, gross, and just downright nasty at some points. Uh, but they are also a lot of fun. Like, I mean, I was chuckling through about 75, 80% of this movie. I've, I think I had a... like. I had at least a solid, this is fucking hilarious grin on my face, 100% of the movie. Yeah. I would say about 85% of the movie, I was at least like, hmm. Yeah, like, exactly, yeah. There's just, the, just towards the end, I was like, okay, even, I mean, it was, it was only an hour 25, but last 15 minutes or so, it's like, all right, let's, let's wrap let's this move. up. Yeah, because yeah. this is, this is just getting ridiculous. But I mean, that's trauma for you. I do enjoy it uh, from uh, from time to time, but it's not something I could marathon all day. It's like I watch them now and again because yeah. it's like it's it's I, like I like I said, I watched these two today. I it hit my is, limit for it, a bit. It is no found footage. Yeah, exactly. Um, it is the opposite of found footage. It is a lot. It I, is throw it away footage. <laughs> throw it all away. What did you uh, rate this one? Um, I actually have not committed to a rating yet I, know. I i am in between a two five and a three. Oh, okay because it's hilarious enough once to give it a three but i feel if i watch it more than once in a year that rating is going to go down significantly every time hmm. i watch it interesting i just i gave it a three because it was enjoyable enough and kept me laughing and was just 
ridiculous. It was ridiculous. It was just so over the top. And I like that from time to time. Um, and it actually has a, uh, a three out of five on letterbox, which is, that's kind of surprising, but you know, there are a lot of fans of Trill movies. Like there are like there people do like these movies. Um, let me see what it had on fucking IMDb here. Return. Also to all you crafty listeners out there. Um, there is a shirt worn by the Glee club that if you make it for me, I will personally bring you on the show. I don't care if I have to fly you from Quebec or fucking Sweden or wherever. Make me that shirt and I will get you on the show. What it said, the uh, trauma puffs. Trauma poofs. Poofs. Sorry. Poofs. Uh, it's got a 5.5 out of, uh, oh shit. Return to Newcomb High. Action, comedy, drama, fantasy, horror, mystery, sci-fi, thriller. I guess I only saw the first three. Got a <laughs> got a five point five out of ten on IMDb, which again, very good on IMDb. Yeah, not too bad. Uh, let's see what the highest rating on that was. This one, okay, so this was this one has a little bit more. Three stars has two hundred and sixty four ratings on that. So definitely check these out. See what you think of them if you've never seen them. Okay, if you've never seen Return in, or if you've never seen Return to Newcomb High, go watch Class of Newcomb High. You don't have to watch two and three. You could just watch the first and then watch this one. Uh, this one also does leave you on a cliffhanger, quote unquote, because it does say to be continued because there is Return to Newcomb High Volume 2 that came out in 2017 that also has a 3.0, which I will probably watch just because. I Why see. not? Why not? I want to see how this wraps up. So, uh, yeah, let's go on to some trivia here. We are reading the bottom question now. So we've moved on. Oh, wait, I didn't go into trivia. Hold on. I only have two things. Two Wrong things. trivia. Two things. Uh, according to IMDb, the person who recommended splitting up the movie into two volumes to Lloyd Kaufman was Quentin Tarantino. Lloyd liked the idea. It made sense because there was a huge amount of footage and the movie would have been over three hours long if it wasn't split up into two parts. And so. that would have been that is what they play at Guan, uh, Guantanamo or the fucking black sites where they torture terrorists like three hours three of, hours like, of one trauma movie. Yeah. Put that bitch on repeat. They'll tell you where all the fucking terrorists are. <laughs> Uh, the only other thing I found fun was the cop who asked the Cretans, what is with the youth of today is played by a man named Robert Pritchard, who played Spike, the Cretan, the Cretans gang leader in the original class of Newcomb High. So boom. All right. Quite dope. Let's get on to some trivia here. Uh, what 2006 horror film about an alien plague was directed by Guardians of the Galaxy director James Gunn? Alien plague. 2006. James Gunn. Uh... Fuck, it's the one with Mark Wahlberg. No. Oh, uh, no? No. Alien Plague. Yeah. Alien Plague. <laughs> Give me a second. Okay, no, that's fine. Alien Plague. Doo, 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 doo. I need to add that to the soundboard over here when, every time we need to think. Boop. Oh, doo, 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 doo. Fuck. It's, I can give it, you a hint. It's one word. Only only one word in the title. That's it. Bam. I don't know. Slither. Ah, uh, oh. Yeah, the alien, like the alien slugs. Mm. What's his face? Isn't that Michael okay. Rooker? So, okay. I was thinking of the wrong type of plague. I'm thinking alien plague, like... The happening? Is that what you were thinking so, of? So, yeah, like where, Mark? Where, where, it's a, where it's an actual, like, disease, not like an infestation, like a plague yeah, of aliens. Yeah, that was, yeah, like that a was, plague of locusts. That was kind of worded weird. Okay, I'll, I'll take that loss. That's okay. Okay. <laughs> All right, we're reading bottom question. Uh, in the movie Invasion of the Body Snatchers, oh God. what activity are the survivors 
most afraid of. But activity? Yeah. Alien activity? No. I, I don't know. Sleeping. Oh, I don't fucking know. I haven't seen I'm pretty that. sure activity means active. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, Opposite of sleep. I, I don't know. I don't know. Here we go. What 2016 film centers around a father and son? Oh, sorry. Centers around father and son coroners investigating the death of an unidentified corpse. The Autopsy of Jane Doe. Boom. Phenomenal movie. My my, my first, when you said father and son, I was like, cargo. And <laughs> Body of a corpse. Um, all right. All right so what, one to zero. What attacks a group of teens in the 1986 movie Chopping Mall when they are trapped inside the shopping mall after dark? It's a little robot guy, right? Yeah. Yeah. Se- security robots. Security, yeah. yeah. It's, I'll, it's, I'll, I'll give it to it's you. Like it's a little robot, dude. Those things. All right. One to one. What Wayans Brothers parody series you oh my god what Wayans Brothers parody series used the title that Wes Craven initially wanted for his slasher film Scream So Wayans Brothers comedy movie title it's a series of movies that Oh Wes scary C- movie? Yeah. That's weird. Okay. I didn't know that, I didn't know Wes Craven wanted to call Scream scary movie. That's that's silly. That's just silly. All right. Well the kind of premise behind Scream was, hey, let's be a little bit silly with this to make fun of all the other horror movies. That's true, yeah. All right, so two to one. You've got two, I've got one. All right. What movie franchise that began in 2004 featured torturous traps, self-amputations, and buckets full of blood? Oh, Saw. Yeah. All right. I thought I thought you would have got, gotten that like before. Well, I was I was like okay, I was like it could be hostile because I know hostile was like Spencer t- screaming from right? the, like, the other side. Of the <laughs> uh, who's the actual father in the movie Rosemary's Baby? The devil, Satan. I'll take it. All right, three to two. I mean, I mean this is the whole plot of the movie. Yeah, some of these are super simple, and some of them are like, what the fuck? Um. Okay. <clears throat> oh shit! What do you got? All right. What? All right. What? <laughs> Robert England uh-huh. portrayed Freddy Krueger uh-huh. in what franchise? Nightmare on Elm Street? Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> that's too easy. But see, this makes me feel smart when we play this one because I'm like, ah, oh, we're nailing these. All right. Trivial Pursuit Junior. Right? Three to three. Uh, in Halloween 4, The Return of Michael Myers, what is Jamie Lloyd's relation to Michael? Okay. Which one? Halloween 4, The Return of Michael Myers. Jamie Lloyd, that what is her relation to Michael? That's that's, that's when they retconned kind of cousin, niece. Fuck. <laughs> it's played by the Sa- uh, same same family direction, just wrong familiar. Yeah, wrong yeah. branch. Um, yeah, that's played by the wonderful Danielle Harris. In the movie, <laughs> Aliens. Uh-huh. Why did Ripley not want to bring Bishop on the mission? Why did Ripley want to not? Uh, Bishop's the is Bishop's the eight. Uh, he was the fucking uh, uh, sentient being, right? That was that guy. He yes. was because he because he was a robot. Yes. Okay. <laughs> well, the, like, no, no, I'm not gonna give it to you because the word is android. Oh my god. <laughs> no, you got it. Fucking android robot. All right, so I have four. You have three. Uh, which installment of Halloween did Jamie Lee Curtis and Jeanette Lee star in together? I don't even know who fucking Janet Lee is. I mean, probably if I saw her face, I might. So which one did they star in together? Two. Halloween age two O. That was like seven, Six. I think. <laughs> <laughs> Just JK. I don't know. 
There's so many of them. All right. In the movie Seven, what are the seven deadly sins that are featured? Oh, God. All seven of them? I literally have to yes. name all seven? Yeah. Um, sloth, gluttony, um, greed, uh, sloth, gluttony, gluttony, greed. Um, oh my God. I don't, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Do you give up? Um, yeah. Greed, lust, envy, sloth, gluttony, pride, and wrath. <sighs> that is a bullshit one. That's seven answers right there. Come on. That's when that's when your math teacher says, "Oh, you got to do questions one and two, but they all go to H." Jeez, man. Yeah, that's fucking bullshit. Son of a B. All right. Well, it's still four to three. You can catch up right here. Uh, which movie box cover shows one of the title bad guys popping out of a toilet? <laughs> I don't know. Ghoulies. Never seen it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it, it's silly. It's like uh, knockoff critters, which technically critters is knockoff gremlins. So it's like knockoff two things. <laughs> Just straight up China. Straight up cheese. All right. Let's get to the end ah, here. Okay. This was one of my favorite horror moments. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. In what horror movie oh, no. do we see Kevin Bacon impaled in his throat? With an arrow. Friday the 13th part one? Yes. Yay! I did it! I did it! You won. Fine. I, I can't remember the last time I won. Yeah, Kevin Bacon is the king of starring in the first movie out of a series and being like, fuck you, I'm out. Well, I mean, he did die in the first Friday the 13th, but Tremors, you know, he did the first yeah. one. And then he was like, peace. I'm like, what? Kevin Bacon, why? Why you gotta do that, man? All right, well. He did it in uh, X-Men First Class, too. Did he? Yeah, he was the fucking main villain. Kevin Bacon? Yes. Wait. Of X-Men First Class? The what the one where they go not where they go back in time, but where they show how the Xavier School for the Gifted started. He's the main villain. Oh shit. Yeah. Sebastian's Oh wow. I haven't seen that one in a hot minute, so it, Well then It's it's okay. It holds up just about as well as every other X-Men movie. That's fair. Which is Mediocre at worst, <laughs> all right at best. Oh, yeah, all right at best. <laughs> um, all right, well, I uh, hope you enjoyed this wild, wacky, silly episode because I sure will never get those mo moments out of my head for the rest of the week, month. I don't know. Nope. I'm going to be thinking of returning to Newcomb High for a hot minute. Oh, boy. I'm, I'm going to go pour bleach in my ears. <laughs> Your ears, eyes. I'm just going to be blind and deaf. It'll make for really good podcasting. Um <laughs> So, yeah. Uh, oh, also, happy birthday to Eli Roth. It's your birthday today on, on the day we're recording, April 18th. Dating the show. Yeah, boy. Oh, and real quick before we go, he is directing the new, you know, Borderlands, a game? Yeah. He's directing that uh, movie adaptation. Oh, dope. So Does it, Doesn't cool. he have another, like, horror movie coming out? Horror movie? Yeah. Um, I can check. I wasn't, I don't, I don't think so. I know the last thing he really did was uh, the house with the clock and its walls or whatever. Oh yeah, never saw that one. Heard it was heard it was a fun time, but I, I it's one of those ones that I just never saw. Uh, director, now are you talking about directing wise? Oh, the, I okay. He's I've, got one called Alistair Arcane. 
I don't know. I I vaguely remember like seeing his name attached to maybe, something new. Maybe producer. Possibly. He does produce a lot of shit. Oh my god. Oh holy shit. A lot of stuff coming. <gasps> no fucking way. Is he seriously actually doing the Thanksgiving movie? Remember that? Do you remember Grindhouse, uh, the double feature Planet Terror? Yeah, and, and Death Proof. And Death Proof. Yeah. yeah, he did that Thanksgiving horror movie commercial, like the fake trailers that they had. Yeah, he did that. He says it's in development. I mean, in development could be so many things. Oh, that would be so cool if he's actually producing that. Um, I don't really see. I don't really see anything. Yeah, maybe maybe it was a fever dream. <laughs> uh, he's producing something called Ten Thirty One, something about Halloween. I could also look into this more. Uh, but yeah, happy birthday to you, dude. Fucking you, you come do. on the show. That would be sick. Who said that? What? <laughs> Hello? Um, oh, I mean, he did do the um, history of horror. There's a new season of that coming out. Or uh, a, yeah. Maybe that's what it yeah, was. Yeah, the history of horror. There's a. My brain just saw horror Eli Roth and I was like, movies. Yeah, there's two. Okay, so there's two seasons uh, 2018, 2020. So that's, yeah. That's something. Uh, but yeah, nonetheless, happy birthday, dude. Keep doing your shit. Keep doing the horror stuff. Very excited for Borderlands whenever that comes out. Uh, tune in next week. Me and Spencer are going to be doing blind buy movies. We went to FYE, bought a movie apiece without looking into them at all. And we're going to see how that goes. <laughs> I'm excited for that episode. <laughs> it's going to be fun. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much it. You got anything else you want to say? Nah, great fucking show. Let's yeah, do it again. Let's do it again. I think the next one we're doing is, well, I'll tell you off air. Is yeah. it? I'm going to tell you off air. It's 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 like two of our favorite things, though. So um, Is is it a combo episode? Is it a combo breaker? Combo breaker? Yeah. Uh, you can tell me when I tell you after I hit, after okay. I press unrecord or whatever. Anyways, guys, until <laughs> next week. Six- unrecord. This entire show is gone now. <laughs> Nobody knows what this is. See you on episode 92, fucks. <laughs> I'm not even going to say my normal line. Goodbye. <laughs> See ya.